Viewers are advised that the following program contains drug use, coarse language, and sexual references, which may offend some viewers. God, man, what is wrong with you? He's literally finally grabbed you with both hands and shaking whatever tiny piece of common sense you had left completely out of your body. A lazy and they're unresearched about. That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! Geelong? What happened there? What happened there? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think football has changed a lot over the last 10 or 20 years as far as physical contact goes. Everybody went for goal. Stardom takes it oh. back in. Did that really well. The wing will kick it. Oh! Oh, oh, he's kicked it. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Ida Kick That with Joel Pierce and Alessio Carducci. How are you today, Alessio? I'm doing so well. Uh, we're fighting the good fight. Um, you know, if you've ever wanted to play for millions and hundreds of thousands at the MCG, well, you know what? Now's your chance. Stay at home and you're doing your part. You're doing your part. <laughs> I actually like that ad though. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Uh, fuck. Somehow, this week we have more to talk about than ever. Um, oh, dude. We are the key. Like, at least the cunts can say what they want. We've got more genuine um, talking points than fucking fuck all classified or AFL tonight or whatever uh, bullshit show they're throwing together on. Um, what's, the, what's the show called that they're throwing together on Fox Footy? Uh, AFL Live. Oh, yeah, I watched about thirty-five seconds of it, and it was <laughs> the shit from last week with Brownie and Robbo. And this week, I listened to Nick Rewalt talking about wanting to throw up after an interview at some football fucking game, and that's all of <laughs> AFL Live I've watched. However, you've brought me to a very good point, and I need to preface it with this: I cannot back up anything I'm saying about anything I'm about to say. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Ida kicked that is the best AFL program on the air right now. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Stand by that. I cannot back up anything I'm saying about anything I'm about to say. Yes. No, you know what? You actually, you're, no, you're actually selling yourself short because you're sitting there listening to the fucking shows, the clip. You can say with certainty. The rest of them are genuinely shit. Yeah, they're trash. They have the base around having actual games to talk about. There's Mate. a reason that these shows aren't on the air fucking the rest of the year. Yeah, you, the only thing that would make it better is if the only thing that could make this podcast better and the other shows not worth watching is if we actually had Carolyn Wilson on this show. Yeah, if we had access to their guests, then like we could actually be. The sh- we're the show that Fox Footy wants. We could pull it off every night. You give us those contacts, let us call people well, up and just shit, um, shit talk them. Speaking like, of contacts of Fox we're Footy, speaking of contacts of Fox Footy, we had contact from a, a Fox Footy uh, personality this week. Cam-, Cam Mooney. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, no, Cam Mooney saw, saw the video we put out. We did a, a, a retake of uh, commentary where he nearly fucking... Killed an Eagles player, uh, Shane Hunter, I think. Um, mm. 
And he, he responded going, yeah, a quarter inch to the right, and we are both fucked. So <laughs> props to uh, props to Mooney. And, uh, hey, you know what? Like, this is a bit unofficial, and it's not the right thing, but, like, Moons, for, for actually putting a comment in for us, Bye. you don't get the chopsticks, you just get the, the drop. But, yeah, well done, Moons. Uh, <laughs> thanks for that. So, yeah, we do – we've had contact with Fox Footy. In, in, we're official. In, we're official. We're, now, we're a blue-ticked podcast now. That's right. Fucking Cam Mooney – Thank you very much. Official. We're official podcast. We're recognised by the AFLPA now. That, that we, we, we're going to be on the wall soon. Oh, mate. We're be, yeah. Wait we're for the sit like down with Patrick Dangerfield. Man. It's going to be amazing. Oh, oh, the Patrick Dangerfield interview? Fuck, it's going to go off. We're just going to be there like, I mean, really, your career's been pretty clean. I oh, mean, like, I have got some, you ducked out of I do like have some on. footy news to kick off with, though, so uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll play your clip. Latest date to be discussed is July 24. Now, that might ring a bell to sports fans because that was the date that the opening ceremony was supposed to take place for the Olympics this year. Now, I guess it's it's a significant time in the calendar for all broadcasters, but particularly, of course, Channel 7, who would have had the Olympics and have the rights to the AFL. Cash that noise. appeals to them as a broadcaster. And, I mean, quite frankly, it appeals to Fox Footy as well and everyone Cash involved noise. in the industry because they just want footy on as soon as possible. Now, I'm sure Cash there'd be people noise. who'd like it to be back, you know, playing again before then. But this is a bit more of a realistic expectation. I think that's the no, understanding and the belief around the AFL industry. And it wouldn't just be, Ka-ching. you know, one, uh, I guess, you know, games on the weekend. We're talking a footy feast here. So a game basically every night that covers that entire span of a couple of weeks. And that means, you know, three or four day breaks potentially for players and, and teams. No breaks. Uh, we get Fuck know, a rare opportunity to showcase every single game. Anyway, the cunt goes on and on. Footy no, every- where, the, where was this? Where was this? They're saying they're going to play like, Almost every night. Uh, this is Fox, like the the gen uh, the generic Fox Sports. Uh, and which night was this? Uh, this would have been uh, two nights ago. They're, so they're claiming that they're going to fucking make them march back out same day as the Olympics night. was supposed to start. Like how fucking obvious is that? Channel Seven. Oh yeah, fair enough. And yeah, so they're going to play. They're going to have footy every fucking night. And I tell you what, sign me up. Oh, it's going to be mad, but at the same time, it'll be like, no breaks. No breaks between games. The only breaks will be their hamstrings, their elbows, uh, the ACL, uh, maybe, maybe a few necks, uh, uh, wrists. Oh, by, by the way, Dusty, do you mind playing Sunday and then, and then Monday? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and then at the same time, because fair enough, they're probably going to have to do something like this. And I reckon it's going to go down as, like, one of the – oh, like, this is going to go down as one of the best football periods ever. If they're just like, it's a game every two nights or some shit yeah, like that, yeah. even if it's like that. Even oh, it's if it's like, two oh, nights, yeah. It'd, it'd yeah, be amazing. Be best. Oh, it'd be so good. And it's going to be one of the best periods, but then fucking – um, It'll be a point like, in television again. You remember when, like, there was something on TV and you had to watch the yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to just be like – I guess, yeah, you're right. It'll be like a point in television. Yeah, you're right. For fucking – um. This is also going to time in with the most player abuse of all time. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is going to be the most stories of, like, the 10 years. If, they, if this actually happens, in, like, 5 or 10 years' time, they're going to be, it's going to be worse than any St. Kill, I mean, than any fucking Essendon drug scare or anything like that. They're going to be, yeah. like, oh, fucking worse than fucking, um, like, 
back in the day when they'd be like, if, oh, Lappin's ribs are fucked, we shot him up with a fuckload of injections. We're yeah. winning the fucking flag. Like, it's going to be that worse than that. That video. That cunt went head first into a concrete yeah. bench. They oh, wiped him off. Be, it's going to be worse than all They wiped him off and pushed him back on the field. That was 2006. <laughs> that guy won, went on to win a fucking premiership that year. <laughs> That was one of the comments too. One of the guys was like, yeah, well, who won the flag that year? Like, he got offended on behalf of the fucking kid. Yeah, yeah, no, I set him up. He was The guy was like, who won the game? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, the Eagles. And I was like, well, then, who won the flag that year? And I didn't even check. <laughs> and he's like, the Eagles. And I was like, ha-ha. <laughs> Trolling our fans. Um, look, yeah, man. I tell you, they're going to be fucking so much bogus shit. They're going to be fucking talking about how this is fucked. And also at the same time, because already leading up to it, because have you seen all the shit when they've got these players, like I think Jaeger O'Meara at, from, from the Hawks, oh. he was saying like, oh yeah, the lists are actually like, shouldn't be this big. There's not as many good players as yeah, me. Yeah, I and saw like, that. You haven't achieved anything in your career. Yeah, all you did was swindle fucking the Hawks and fucking um, into yep. some cash. 100%. Gold Coast over and the AFL like we can't keep a single player here because they're all fucking dirty cuts. Fucking that's all it was, dude. You were just a promising um like uh, you had potential and you're uh, not fulfilling it. I worked like, I, I worked with this kid and uh, he was a big Hawks supporter, but like we had a respectful like love hate thing about it. You know, like when the Hawks and the Cats mm-hmm. played, it was all good. That Yago O'Meara thing, it for him it was like the second coming of fucking Jesus. And I was like, mate, it's, you're not, <laughs> you're going to, nah, it's not going to happen. He's promising, yeah. but it was fucking, yeah, like you said, Hawthorne paid way too much for that. Yeah, way too much for that cunt. Like, I mean, fucking Tom Scully's been way better than him. But then again, you can't argue with the premierships. Yeah, but he didn't win any. Oh, Jaeger didn't, no. Yeah, so fuck him. Well done, Hawthorne. That's a Jeff yeah, no, Kennett move. Yeah, no, they got him. They got him after. Like, Hang on, I think Diego Mira was. They, was I think Diego Mira was. Like that was when they had their two first fuck ups because they really went off the boil when they had. Like, they got Omira and he didn't work out. And I think at the same year they also got Vickery, and that was just everyone saying, "What the yeah, fuck?" Nah, weird. And then that was when everyone was going like, nah, Alistair Clarkson's a G. Anyone who was fucking saying that it was a good idea was trying to be that one guy because this show is pretty much going to be about Ricky Nixon. Ricky Nixon yeah, used to always say, he used coming. to put it up every day being like, oh, Vickery's going to be the thing that proves to all of you that fucking Alistair Clarkson's a genius. He says, ah, Vickery works in this team because of this. And Vickery's it's like, Vickery was just tall. That was it. He was just tall and he had a couple of, and he had some games under his belt. And he thought, ah, oh, fuck it, it must work out. And it didn't work out because he was shit. Yes. Um, I, talking about that before, I was, I remember there was some Jeff Kennett news in the, in, in the media and I forgot what it was about. I was just like, oh, I saw it on the front page of Fox footy the other day and then I just Googled it and apparently he got fucking hit by a car, dragged behind a car or something. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, fucking yes. Jeff Kennett, it, I, the only thing that would make it better is if Sam Newman was driving the car. <laughs> but as you said, uh, look, this episode is going to be very, very Ricky Nixon heavy because uh, Alessio got me hooked on uh, the podcast Sacked with uh, the cunts from the Herald Sun. So I'm not even going to yeah, say the name. A, look it up. Uh, it's good. It's a really like, good podcast. It's, like, it's really good. It's the closest thing that Australia has to just like a general um, – Journalism podcast. Yeah, it's it's actually 
uh, believe it or not, it's the Herald Sun doing good journalism. And yeah. uh, football personalities who generally haven't fucking said much telling the real deal about what happens uh, behind the, the board. Like, I, uh, before we get to Ricky, I was listening to the Mick Malthouse part one thing and uh, the thing oh, where... that is the best. you got to... Li- anyone actually listens to this that actually likes football, you got to actually listen to that fucking sack song with um, Amazing. Malthouse. They treat yeah. him like shit. The, the, the thing that stuck out to me the most about that was uh, how... Collingwood would be losing at half time and Eddie Maguire would be on the phone <laughs> threatening to sack him with the what the the fucking CEO, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's on the phone with the CEO, now nah, he's gone, fuck him, sack him. And then and then Mick Moldhouse is like, but then big Sav Rocker showed up and kicked seven. And uh yeah. I saw them after the game and he's like Oh well, do we need to have the board meeting? And Andy's like, no, 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 uh, no. Why, why, why would we need it? So yeah, like, they him like they so Eddie McGuire like, was ready like, to sack him any time Collingwood lost. Like that shows mm-hmm. what kind of a fucking space cadet fucking Eddie McGuire really is. You know that is not how you run a fucking football club. And oh, how that's that's why it shows. That's why it's so good because I mean that's how Collingwood's running. It's pretty, I mean that's how like fucking half of them are running. Yeah, yeah. You're right. There, all, all these coaches just running on like, it's like, dude, fuck it. Like, imagine how bad it is. Like, Stuart Do this season is going to be like fucking, fucking 30 years of psychiatry after. <laughs> like, uh, can we also the, put this season in inverted commas? Dude, it doesn't matter. When he comes back, he's going to be like, he's just going to... Everyone at Gold Coast, coronavirus really stuffed us around. We didn't have time to develop the boys. And then every development we had, they pushed everything back. And, you know what I mean? This is going to be, that's what we're going to build. Like, everyone's yeah. going to be like, you're shit and you know you're shit. Yeah. And there's only one other guy who's going to have copped the same amount of fucking abuse. And that's going to be um, whoever's the fucking uh, Melbourne coach. Fucking yeah. Scotty Thompson? No, is that uh, it? Jeez. I actually don't know. Uh, I can Google. Uh, what a oh wow wow wow! With computers in front of us, yeah, exactly. Who would know? Melbourne Demons AFL. Boom! Come on, give it to me straight up. Who is it? Is it Scotty Thompson? Am I a genius? Oh, Simon Goodwin. Fuck. That's it. Oh, it, I don't know if any Melbourne supporters listen, but we definitely just pissed them all off. <laughs> we don't even know who your fucking coach is. <laughs> oh, who gives a shit, bro? He's like, he was good at fucking, um, what's it called? He was good at Adelaide. He shit at Demons. He had one good season. All this bullshit when people are like, they've been the team that's on an upward trajectory for so long. That's why it was just rational that they have a falling out season. It's yeah. like, nah, cunt. You're fucking shit. Your club's shit. Everything about you's shit. You're never winning a flag. And it's just because you're Melbourne. That yes. is the one thing you've got on them. Really, when they, everyone t- says that, like, fucking North Melbourne should be moving, why the fuck is it always North Melbourne has to move? Exactly. Dude, Melbourne's the one that Melbourne has to have. Why don't you just fucking merge the cunts? North They're North both called Melbourne, pretty much. Like, yeah, just, yeah, just merge Hot take, hot take. Hot take. Yeah, fuck like, it. I've met people that actually like and give a shit about the Bulldogs. Yeah. I've never met someone. I have who a passing interest in the Bulldogs. Person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I like the Bulldogs. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. The only thing about the Bulldogs I've got a negative opinion of is that every time the Bulldogs get brought up in my house, it's just my dad saying they were meant to be the ones that merged Brisbane, not Fitzroy. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Hot take, hot take. There's a hot take um, for your old man. Yeah, fucking, but yeah, like those two clubs, no one gives a shit about them. No. Just merge them. No. Fucking, you get fucking Wayne Carey to read the obituary and move on. (laughs) 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 Wayne, Wayne, and then at the fucking five years later, comes the fucking scandal breaks out. Oh, fuck, it turns out Wayne Carey fucked Jim Steins' widow. (laughs) (laughs) That's the second time we've brought up, like, fucking, like, this last time we dug Jim Steins up. And <laughs> fucked him. <laughs> now someone's fucking his widow. This is the best podcast ever. <laughs> on that, we are going to move on to the Nick. AFL player approved. Approved <laughs> podcast. Thanks, Moons. Oh, uh, look, I man. Got one, I got t- one more? I got one hot take. I got one hot take. I actually got a good one. Fucking, now. Do you want I'm the intro? You. Yeah, give me the intro. I got a good one. I got a good one. I back up I anything I'm saying about anything I'm about to say. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. All right. Now, you know how every cunt is going on? Like, eventually, every fucking bogan fuckwit. So, essentially, anybody who actively engages with our content on Facebook. Now, their general opinion on the world at the minute is <laughs> Australia is actually doing pretty good. Why don't I send my kids to school? I hate my kids. Uh, I'm going to go back to work. Why can't I go back to work? They're finding people in the streets. It's bullshit. It's just, they're all, they're just completely like coronavirus. It's a myth. Uh, if, if anyone dies, shouldn't be made to stay at home. The Chinese should stay at home. It's just one big fucking ball of that shit. Now, now those cunts, they all want the footy back. They all clearly want the footy back. Like, yes. Just play it. Why can't they play it? I want the footy back too, but they're like, why should we be taking care of the players? They should just be playing. They should just be playing footy right now. And then they'll be, I'm guarantee you, this is my, this is my fucking hot take, this is my prediction, and I can't wait. Because I'm going to sit there and find these fucking idiots and contradict them and call them all fucking useless dickheads. Because they'll fucking, they'll probably be a season this year. And they'll be like, start this footy. Just bring the footy back. And then they'll bring the football back. And then we'll play a full season. It'll be like 17 games or whatever the fuck. We'll 16 more rounds and then fucking final series. And then at the end, they'll all be saying, doesn't even count. Wasn't a real yeah. premiership season. They'll all be saying it doesn't hot take, count. Hot take, hot take. Or whenever a fucking... T- like, know who I'm thinking of in particular? These fucking bullshit entitled um, Richmond supporters. They yes. will all be saying, it was our year up until they fucking did the yeah. coronavirus. It's like, no, it wasn't, cunt. You just didn't win after the fact that this all happened. I like, was literally told... By Collingwood supporters today. Yeah, well, we're on top of the fucking ladder. And I'm like, oh, come yeah. on, cunt. Like- Port Adelaide was. Port Adelaide was on top of the ladder. You can't fucking strip the Sunday just because the games were fucking essentially proven void. Exactly. But you can't, you can't strip the Sunday, you fucking. <laughs> oh. All right, let's move on. All right, we will move on. Like we said, we are going to talk a lot about Ricky Nixon and some of his outrageous shit that he has said in that last sack podcast. He did yeah, talk about the sack podcast. Also, uh, disclaimer at the front. Now, I have a history with Ricky Nixon, and 
I'll be honest, if you have to, if I generally just say it, I'll be like, you know what, he's not a bad guy. <laughs> just some, he, no, like to me, it's like in general. Oh God, fuck! I'm not getting started on that. I'm not taking any. I'm not going to go like look at him as a. I can't look at this guy as a straight up object, you know, right. without a little bit of guilt. Because if I see him at the comics lounge, I do have a conversation with him. Yeah, he'll be there, and I'll fucking talk to him for like twenty minutes. Like, how you going? And he'll be like, how you going? Whatever. And I'm telling him, he's like, oh, that's good. Whatever. Like, because this guy, fucking, um, well, fucking, like, look, he did some pretty impressive shit. Uh, no, no, no. I want to say one thing. This is the best thing he ever did. The best thing he ever did was, because it's just so fucking funny. He gave me and Dan, well, me and Dan, uh, me and Dan Rosario, we filmed, we tried, we filmed him around for like two years. We were filming, he thought we were making his reality show. He thought we were making the block. We were making like the Eric Andre show. Like, that's, that's literally what happened. We were two 19 year olds. I fucking made an inbox with him just to shit stir Dan because we fucking had to study him when we were 17 and year 11. It's like the persuasive text thing. Because when all the scandal broke out, we were in year 11 and they were making us read out, um, read and look at like how is the media trying to betray him right. and yada yada, this XYZ. And then fucking I was following on Facebook and then fucking I'm like, oh, this will fucking shit stir Dan because he'll be like, what? Because Dan doesn't know a thing about football. That was the best part. Yeah, like exactly. Dan met um, Richardson. Dan met fucking, um, ah, fucking someone. Else. Like we were, we were walking around in the Richmond club rooms fucking like what? In 2016. So all the fucking cunts are there. Yeah. And then they're like, which ones do you want to film? And we're like, uh, and I'm just there like, we'll get him. And Dan's like, Oh, I don't fucking because they're talking to him, yeah. and I'm fucking I'm sitting in the back being quiet. I'm like, fuck, come on, come on, fucking, like, didn't want to make a scene unprofessional, but I was just in the back being like, oh, we want to talk to him, we want to talk to him, we want to talk to him, fucking. But um, like the best thing he ever tried to do was he gave us these contracts. Right. <laughs> he made he tried to make us sign his contracts, and the contracts were <laughs> that he he gets. We read it, and I was like, there's no like. There's no other way to interpret this other than he's trying to get me to sign a contract which entitles him to 20% of my earnings right. in general yeah, for like that, 20 that, years. Yeah, that sounds like Ricky Nixon to me. And then, and then the best part was me and Dan signed it and gave it to him <laughs> because our names were Alessio Rosario and Dan Cartoon. <laughs> 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 Binding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, man. Here we go. I guess it felt good to sort of, um, you know, be in control for once. I guess it felt good. Chicken, 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 chicken. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Ricky fucking Nixon. All right, man. We got a lot of ground. Yeah, to let's pound, let's pound through it. Let's pound through it. Okay. Like literally, this is the most sound pads we've had in any yeah, of the yeah. shows. Uh, That's time to tear apart a man that I never called my mentor, but he told me I was, he was my mentor. Oh, I'm sure he fucking did. <laughs> He's made some pretty outrageous claims. Let's 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 just go. Aces. Little fat prick. <laughs> One, two, brain low middles out. Uh, there's one. Uh, you know, he's good mate, Greg Williams. He likes to call him... Little fat prick. <laughs> one, two, brain low middles. Yeah, apparently Ricky could run up a hill faster than he could. I was better than him, but, you know, he ended up being better. But, like, I was better. Yeah, you know? well, I, I mean, that goes to this he, point. He, um, If I played now, I reckon oh, I'd be a superstar. <laughs> you know what? I like to pair that one with this one. I like to play the 
second one first and then that one again. Watch. You know what? Australia needs a Michael Jordan. Um, if I played now, I reckon I'd be a superstar. <laughs> and that is what Ricky Nixon thinks of himself. Yeah. If he had, if only he played in the um in the fucking a hundred times more professional AFL era, he would be able to turn his seventy eight VFL games into fucking three hundred AFL. Games. Yeah, seventy five. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Uh, I was triple club mercenary. Like, nah, but I'll be a stalwart in the fucking club list now. Yeah. Uh, man, <laughs> like, it's a scatter show. On. In all seriousness, you'd probably just end up at the Suns and delist it after three years. <laughs> well, he kept talking about how he was in emergency for 10 weeks. That's not a fucking AFL career, bro. <laughs> Anyway, uh, more classic Ricky. I'm going overseas. And he said, um, that's fine, as long as you're back by November. And Robert, he got sacked. And Robert Walls came in and he said, um, you can't go overseas if you're a professional footballer and rah, rah. So I'm going with two girls. I'm, um, I'm going. He said, well, if you go, I'm sacking you. I said, all right, I'm sacked. See you later. Was the trip worth it with those two girls, Ricky? Um, it was better than playing with St Kilda. Yeah. That's the kind of cunt we're dealing with. Throws away an AFL fucking career to go to <laughs> Vegas with two bitches. <laughs> Just so it can be, like, I mean, And then, in hindsight, it's like, yeah, well, it was better than playing with the St. Kilda. So he still shits on it, too. Yeah. He's just like, that wasn't that good. Yeah. I mean, like, when you really think about it, <laughs> could have just, just had sex in the... Carl, you know, yeah, rooms. <laughs> we're gonna have to pay him. Yeah. He said, but we can't fit in the salary cap. I said, hey, I'll sort it out. <laughs> so what I did was I registered Wayne Carey's intellectual property, and I set up a company, and the intellectual property was owned by Wayne Carey Proprietary Limited. He then licensed it to me for two dollars. Right. So this is where this counts a fucking genius. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's actually it's actually really smart. And I he his point about um. The fact that, like, the fact that Dustin Martin's only making, like, you're probably yeah. right. Dustin Martin's probably yeah. only making one point five, and then that's that's before tax as well. Yeah. It's like he should be making way more. Yep. Like, if it in a fucking like a hundred thousand people will rock up on the weekly basis to watch him. Yep. And it's been like that for fucking three to four years. Bro, I've been to shopping. Like, I've been at shopping centers when there's been fucking Dusty Martin book signings, and the there's four hundred people at the fucking Fountain Gate. You know. Yeah. Like, you've got cunts that would never read a book buying one to oh, leave 100%. on their shelf. They've got, four, you know? they've got four books and they're all going to get them signed and they're, what, 60 bucks a pop, you know? Anyway, yeah. uh, there's a bit more about that. So he, uh, he, he bought the name Wayne Carey uh, as an online presence and mm-hmm. Duck, Duck sells it to him for two bucks and this is what he does with it. Yep. That I could then sell it to North Melbourne Football Club for marketing rights <laughs> and for 700 grand. 700 fucking grand. So he turns two bucks. Two bucks into seven hundred grand, and then so he's getting three hundred grand from North Melbourne, and yeah. seven hundred came to me, yeah. and I gave Wayne probably about four hundred. Yeah, two bucks, two bucks, yeah. and about what you know what to register a domain name. What uh, it's it, smart because like when you think about like what like really, um, like how much is Dustin Martin worth as a footballer? Like he's worth a lot, but I mean like when you like. As a footballer, I don't know. He's I really, not worth I, that much. 
I, I kind of cap all players out just because of the way that they're looked at. I cap everyone out at a mil. Like, who's a million-dollar player? No, no, but I'm saying, like, um, what my point is, like, Dustin Martin is not probably worth that much more than, like, fucking Rewalt or Lynch. You know what I mean? Uh, t- terms no, of no, 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 no. Or a danger but then, field. In or terms a... of, like, how much money he brings into the club because of his face and who oh, he is, enough. yada, yada. I'd love to yeah, see the numbers on how what, many yeah. how many number fours they fucking sell. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, at the 100%. shop because you know you, you go into the club wants. shop and they iron them on for you, right? I bet you they sell more fours yeah. than fucking anything. Anyway, Ricky talks a bit more. Then he kept three <laughs> No, that's as much as he said. But uh, so Ricky found his way around the salary cap to get players considerably more cash, which is great it's for the athlete, fun. and that's what a fucking agent's supposed to do. Uh, now it's a bit scattershot. Uh, yeah, look at it. people think I'm a genius. Yep, people think he is a genius. <laughs> That's the kind of shit you're not supposed to say yourself, right? That's some Donald Trump shit. Like, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> people say I'm a, I'm a very good guy. I'm probably the best guy. Yeah, look at it. people think I'm a genius. And it kind of always sounds like he's pissed. You know what I mean? He's got some, he's got a slur. <laughs> yeah, 100%. He always sounds like your pissed uncle trying to tell you a story. Yeah. Look, you know, Gavin Brown. One of those guys where it's like, you can't imagine him saying anything without him being like the hero. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I bashed them all. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, I was, he can't say he went to the, like, he's one of those guys that's like, he can't say he went to the pub and then came back. He has to say, like, I went there, and then all the other boys, they had five beers, but I had, like, ten. And I was looking at the boys, I was like, oh, you guys are so, like, I'm just, I just drink so much more than you guys. Oh, I drink man. so much more, and then on the way home, I rooted every chick in the bar, and then I fought every <laughs> single person I saw on the way home, and then the cops gave me a special lift home and said I was a good blood. <laughs> anyway, the next thing that comes along in the in the conversation is he talks about the club ten. It had Ablett, Blit, Gavin Brown, Jason Dunstall, Glenn Jakovich, Matthew Richardson, James Heard, Anthony Kudafides, Matthew Lloyd, Corey McKernan, Michael Voss. How's that for a fucking list? No, it's pretty mad. Like, he had every, he had all the big names. He had, like, the fucking, like, he had the super, that was one thing he's always, he always said when we'd be around him, um, whenever he'd be talking about football, that I always agreed with, that his point was, like, there's no superstars anymore. Yeah, like, that's right. There's no, like, a midfielder is, it's hard for a midfielder to be a superstar. Like, Dustin Martin 2017 was a superstar. You know what I mean? Nat Fife. Even that five right, like last year, he went to Brownlow, but I mean, he was, still wasn't even that fucking, like, wow to watch. It was like, remember that year where it was like, um. Dangerfield's uh, first year of the Cats. Yeah, and then they let the two of them go head to head. Yeah. In that game. And it was like, so like some, and then the coach thing was like, sometimes just give the people what they want. And that was yeah. one of the best games. Let's see those two head to head. Yeah. And it was just two guys at the peak of the like fucking midfield. It's the yeah. same role, just going bang on each other. That was that was good. Like yeah, it's one point stuff. Ricky's always made no fucking superstars this game. Yeah. Nah, well there's no you're not allowed to be a character anymore. But anyway, I'm not allowed to be a character but it's like 
even less than that, it, no, it just comes always back down to the last 10 years, Hawks have fucked this fucking league with their fucking reinvasion of defending. Yes, I agree. It's I agree on but two. I agree on two fronts, Alessio. A, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying it's legitimate. Like everything that anyone who um says football has gotten worse, football has gotten boring over the last ten years, it's just because defending's gotten better. That's it. Correct. Like you can't. It's like, oh, you can't be as much of a character and shit anymore. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, but at the same time, like, would would we give as much as shit about Fev if because of this podcast we do. Yeah. If he was a player who'd been playing for the last eight years, like if he'd only played on elite defending. Yeah, you're right. We wouldn't really give a shit. Like, no. think about um, I, when Fev won the... um, When Fev won... The, well, when Fev finished on 99, which was one of the best goal-scoring years oh, of all time. Amazing. That was... That, that fucking year... Roughhead's a fullback. Roughhead's like a leading fullback. And then he had to go to forward because it was like, uh, he's better at that than he is at that because he's just, he's not that good at fucking being a fucking fullback. It's like, the game changed. Like fucking, they, they, what people have expected of um defensive players has just got, the bar has been raised time and time again. It makes it really fucking, um, like think about how the fact that like, Luke Hodge is a fucking defensive player at the end of his career. Because yeah. that's what that's what happens to a fucking um halfback. They go, no, this is what we expect of you. Yeah. So if you're a fucking midfielder who can't really perform as much as you can anymore, and you weren't a goal scorer, then you just drop back. You're an elite midfielder, and you just drop back to being a halfback player. That, that's essentially what happens. Like, because it's like defending has just gone out of control. Like it's gotten a lot better. And I mean, you you hope that um forward play improves, and that, then yeah. you can have superstars again. Yeah, that's what you. It's yeah, like other elite sports. You know, defense wins games, offense sells tickets, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so understandably, you've got the fucking the, the coaches that develop the system that shuts down the offense because that wins yeah. games. But yeah. the cunts that want to buy tickets want their full forward to kick ten goals. You know? Yeah, and then the most complete teams have both. Exactly. That's when a team's like that's that's when you got a team that's like think about it, that's why fucking Hawthorne could fucking get every player because they had the best defense that won every game, and then on top of that they had the best fucking attacking player of the fucking fuck it last ten years easily, like they've had fucking Buddy Franklin the king yeah. of goal scoring. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah, that guy, every time he plays, bro, it's a show. Like, he's a fucking... I've, I think I've said on the podcast before that Sydney doesn't matter what fucking happens if he never wins a flag with him, which he probably won't. No. He's fucking done so much for that club because fucking they've had six or five years or whatever they're up. I think it's six years of just every time that guy goes on, every time the ball's in his hands, it's like, wow. Yeah, six, what a cunt. 60 metres out on a 45-degree angle and he curves yeah. it in. Like with the sprint, with the sprint yeah, beforehand where he's yeah. taking someone on as a fucking like six foot four or whatever behemoth. Mm. He's and he was and he's stolen around the Dustin Martin don't argues and he's still out there fucking putting in the defensive effort because that's the one thing that every player that is ever that ever becomes like a superstar that everyone ever looks at like as soon as someone becomes like you're that good at the game, you're now a celebrity. No yeah. one will ever think that guy gave a shit about the sport. No, it's but the, it's the plus fucking, ones though, is what you're talking about. What do you mean? The plus ones, the the fucking extra efforts. Yeah, Franklin puts in the extra efforts. You yeah. see, he fucking 
charges down the fucking tackle cons. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're too tall. There's no way you're chasing him. Like, there's, mm. there's no way. There's fucking, you're better off if you fucking just get ready to fucking take off again. But he still puts in the effort and he'll yeah. still fucking slam a guy at fucking 32 or whatever the fuck he is. Yeah. He'll still fucking ping someone down. It's like, but th- no one will ever look back at him as thinking like he really loved football. No, no one will ever fucking think he really likes being good. No. You know what I mean? Everyone will be like, nah, he was just a fucking, he was just the biggest name. And he wanted to get his million bucks and he fucking got that. Oh, yeah. We're going off yeah. a bit. We were on Ricky yeah. and, and, and the 10. Yeah, Buddy Franklin. Talking about superstars though, Buddy Franklin is in that list. Yeah, but what I was saying, what that links back is, he had, um, thirteen, oh, 11 players in Club Ten. Uh, he doesn't have a defender, does he? I don't think. He Hold does. up, well, he, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky's he's got sixteen. Uh, Mark Rashudo, Tony Modra, uh, Michael Voss, a uh, bloke called Ben Cousins. People might know. <laughs> yeah, Ben Cousins gets brought up again, motherfuckers. You thought we'd left Ben Cousins alone? You were wrong. <laughs> you forgot about Ben Cousins. <laughs> Smack sticks, smack sticks. Smack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, the the, the AFL ten that was for the, uh, the star ten was fucking crazy, right? Um, you know, mm-hmm. Ablett Carey, Mod. Like, I mean, I skipped a bunch of uh, Dunstall, Modra, fucking, you know, all the exciting players um, and all superstars. Bro, he's got two, he's got two, two threes of fucking. People um, forget about Godra. Oh. Do you remember fucking? Oh, you probably don't. You're probably too young. But fucking Tony Modra, too man. Too young, bro. Yeah. Tony Modra, bro, that cunt was—he was like just a, like a, a smidgen below Gary Ablett as far as fucking magic. Like the the shit that he would pull off was yeah, and that's why I got the nickname Godra. He was fucking amazing. Um, he made me watch Adelaide Crows games when they were a new franchise and no one gave a fuck. <laughs> um. More Ricky. And Wayne Carey actually last year said to me, um, we should do a reunion. Why? <laughs> What's the ulterior motive, Duck? Do you want gear off Gary Ablett? You know? So, nah, do, okay, how many I, of them owe your money, Duck? Um, no, nah, he just wants to get some um, fucking guests down at um, Cutting Grass Podcast. I mean, you've know, oh, got two... Yeah. Two members of Club Ten, you know, you got Gary Lyon, yep. Wayne Carey, but let's get some other superstars down. Mate. Well, that's it. Well, that could be the big scoop for next week. Ricky Nixon signs Alex Rance out of contract. <laughs> As Berkeley. Nah, sorry, that was just me. Uh, he starts talking about Gary Ablett, and I got caught up in it, and I had to. Oh, I'm fucking, I'll play it now. As Burke leaves the ground, Ablett. Couldn't take the mark. Oh, he's a light, Gary Ablett. Look at this. Here is the magician at work. Sorry, I just had to. Um, <laughs> oh, mate, I grew up like Gary Ablett was, he still is. He's fucking God. Um, yeah, I was lucky to grow up in that. Uh, Gary Ablett, look, I, Gary Ablett, Michael Jordan were happening at the same time for me. And it was just, <laughs> it was fucking too much to take as a sports fan. Um, but yeah, look, anyway, so Ricky, Ricky, Clearly has a pretty good relationship with uh, Gary. We posted a photo the other day of uh, Gary and Ricky in a tight embrace. <laughs> Gary with a fist to the face, of course, because that was his trademark. Rang me one day and said, Rick, I need to see you. This was after you retired. I said, what for? And he goes, mate, we're going fishing. I said, I don't want to go fishing. He said, no, we're going fishing. We went out fishing. He stopped the boat in the middle of Port Phillip Bay. And he said, Rick, 
and I was trying to get. I had him a contract for 150 grand on the footy show, right? Okay, Ablett basically says, "Nah, I've, I, I don't want a part of it. I want, I don't want to be anything to do with the media. Fuck that shit." And mm-hmm. that's what he's done. He's been very elusive. Like even like spotting him at a Geelong game is like fucking spotting a unicorn. You know what I mean? He sits back row with yeah. a fucking hat yeah. on. Like you, you can't find him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Occasionally he'll pop up on fucking Gary Junior's Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you always see them like you, whenever, whenever they find him, it's just like, holy shit, it's Gary Ablett. And look, oh, what do you think he's thinking? He's probably thinking like, oh, I was better than my son. Like they, whenever they talk about, it, yeah. they get out, like, they're just sitting there like, yeah, my, my son's fucking shit. <laughs> oh, I didn't actually, I didn't put it in there, but I'll tell the story myself. There's a fucking story in there where he's talking about Gary Ablett doing a photo shoot, like a hundred grand for some fucking cardboard cutout of Gary Ablett, right? He's mm-hmm. getting, get, you know, he's giving Gary fucking eighty, and he's keeping the rest. And he talks about like a ten-year-old and a twelve-year-old Nathan and Gary Ablett Jr. fucking around, and they were getting shit. And anyway, they got got the guy to print off a picture of Gary Ablett taking the fucking mark of the year on Purdy. And they're trying to convince his old man to sign it. And he's like, "Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off!" And like the cameraman cracks the shits. He's like, "You gotta get rid of these kids." Anyways, Ricky goes outside and talks to the kids. And he finds out that they're selling, uh, they're like, ah, oh, we don't have the photos, mate. We sell footy cards at school for 85 bucks. Mm-hmm. Years later, Gary Abbott Jr. bails Ricky Nixon up about it. He goes, hey, you know that story you've been telling about me uh, selling the footy cards for 85 bucks? That's not true. Don't tell that. And Ricky's like, oh, Gary, I'm, I'm really sorry. He goes, we're selling it for 125. Gave me a little bit more respect for Gary Jr. Like the Bible bashing really <laughs> puts me off. But the fact that he was like hustling his old man's footy cars at school in the nineties makes me pretty happy. Uh, all right. Yeah, you'd find Jesus too if everyone was telling you your dad was God. Yeah, facts. <laughs> well, you know, you like, did you know the story about fucking Gary Ablett? Uh, why found Jesus? No. So he could get fucking Sunday training off. Oh. He said, no, I'm religious. I'm religious. I need to go to church on Sundays. And they're like, well, fuck. No, you got to come to training, Gary. He's like, no, 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 I love God. It was just a move to be like, because oh, he couldn't be fucked doing anything, Gary Ablett. That was the best thing about him. He was a magician on the field, but he just could not be fucked playing the game. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. oh, I don't want to train. He's like Alan Iverson. You know, Alan Iverson, when that, that thing was like, practice? What do you mean practice? Yeah. So, that was Gary Ablett. He was just like, I don't want to fuck. Just fucking ring me when the game's on. I'll rock up. I'll kick, I'll kick a fucking bag, and I'll go home. Like, yeah. just one of those people, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's enough of fucking me, like, Going on about Gary Ablett. And Wayne Carey, actually, last year. That's where we were. The reunion. Why would yeah, you have yeah, the, the reunion? reunion? The fucking, the marvellous reunion. The, did you have the clip of what they would do? Bring me one day and said, Rick, I need to see you. This was no, after no, must no, have been no, one no, day. No, me one day and said, No, I didn't have what they had. They, they had. No, because he said, like, oh, we could go down and do the uh, the ice, ALS ice. Oh, the ALS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, who gives a shit? If you get this, that's going to be sad. Do you know how many of them you could fucking just, straight up rule out off the bat? Gary Ablett, no fucking way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Duck, oh, maybe. Nah, he'd do it. He'd do anything. Yeah, well, he, Channel 7, yeah. Uh, yeah, get his mug on it. Fuck it, he'd do it. Uh, Gary Lyon's already done it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't see James Hurd. Maybe. I doubt for, you can hit. He might do it for Terry. 
Oh, oh no, I can see um no, I can see James O'Doan who just goes up to Essendon and say, All right, I'll do it. But we're he sh- he should slide down re- as a re- big re-signing. needle. Yeah. <laughs> you know how they all get dressed up? He should dress as a yeah, fucking needle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll fucking show him. <laughs> he should be fucking um in a giant like a giant fucking book costume. <laughs> <laughs> when it just says like code of conduct, code of conduct, <laughs> <laughs> ethics and sport, and <laughs> where's a t-shirt with the AFL logo on it, and on his head he just writes disrepute. <laughs> all, right. all right, let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. More Ricky. See me saying, how do you do it? You get up every day. You're always doing it. Like even this morning, I've had the biggest week of my life. I'm up foreign because Ralphie told me to come and do a podcast. <laughs> I, and I said to Danny, it's just your genetics, you know. And um, I have even family members and everything else that are very negative. Every negative I have, I turn into a positive. That's not true. <laughs> it's, it's just not true, Ricky. You don't turn every negative you have into a positive. Um. I believe he believes that, though. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's not something Seinfeld. to admire. It's, it's like, you know, ig- ignorance is bliss, I guess. Yeah, no, it's a Seinfeld thing. It's not a lie if you believe it. Yeah. Don't agree with that. Um, I had a deal for him that would have supported his kids at the moment. Um, but Ben, uh, I'm trying to say this nicely, I love him, but he's at the crossroads. He's got to make a decision. What's more important? His kids? Or the other drugs, and at the moment, the other mm. is more important. So the f- just say shard. Yeah, just say shard, bro. You know what it is. You know yeah, the street yeah, name. Yeah, everyone knows that. Just just saying the other doesn't make like going out there and saying like, yeah, he's actually gotten to a point where he'd rather smoke a pip than see his kid. Yeah, like it doesn't honestly, it doesn't make him like look any worse. Than and if you just said shard, you and know that is I mean? like the worst take on it, and not the reality whatsoever. You know, what do you mean? Well, he's not fucking like. This is the thing that people don't like understand about drug addiction. He's not just like, yeah, getting on the gear. Fuck my kids. He's like, I hate my yeah, life. Yeah, I hate yeah. myself. I wish I was dead. This yeah. is the only thing that makes me feel like I, I, I yeah. can get through tomorrow. And it's also f- the thing from the um from but, the and and people like this going. He's a friend of mine, and I gave him an ultimatum. Like I think the next thing I've got is where he's like, I fucking see, I, I rang him. Like I think it's here. I got to play it because you know I fuck Ricky yeah. Nixon for this shit. You got to make a decision, Rick. What's more important, your kids or the drugs? <sighs> nah, it's not it. <laughs> Front of page of a certain newspaper. Nah, it's not it either. Anyways, later Ricky, uh, he he says he calls Ben Cousins. It's at the end of that clip I was playing. Um. Yeah. And says, you know, I called him up and I said, mate, we're friends, but I'll tell you what, if you don't want to get off that gear, I, I can't do anything for you. And I'm like, that's not your friend. You know, I, I'm someone who's, who's dealt with addiction. The people that stick by you even when you're a piece of shit, they're your friends. Yeah, it's like that fucking... Have you not the ones that go, special? unless you get better, fuck you. Yeah, unless you become the person yep. that made it, like, cool to hang out with. Like, unless you become, like, oh, old Ben Cousins and uh, I can get you a job at Channel 7 yep. and, you know, and I was trying to set him up with a deal. I think he says that as well. He's like, I had my hand in another deal. It's like, it sounds more like you're pissed off that fucking you had your hand in it and then all of a sudden they offered him more money and cut you out. Yeah. 
That's what kind of sounded like. It's it's whenever you talk about Ben Cousins, like, dude, just just get away from it. I mean, like, there's like oh, everyone, man, it's once again, it's a fucking, it's um, wasn't even last, it's a two weeks ago episode. Everyone associated with Ben Cousins, piece of shit. We are too, including fuck us. It, just stick away, yeah, just stick away. This one could be called that, and. Uh, including us, <laughs> including us, but especially Ricky Nixon. <laughs> That's not the name of it, but anyway. I'm a, I'm a good, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a good mate. Called him up, said, uh, yeah, stop, stop doing mess. And uh, <laughs> then, then he said, nah. He said, nah. I want to keep doing it. And he said, what about your kids? And he said, and he said, fuck my kids. And I was like, oh fuck, this like shit. <laughs> Just say that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, fucking it's like and then he um, levels it out with like Peter Moore called me up it's like the lamb out dude this guy can't in this podcast he couldn't say a sentence without name dropping no, he couldn't no, no, just no. go <laughs> be no, like, yeah, you know, no. Peter Moore called me up Peter Moore said stop doing cocaine and then it's like how much of a fucking piece of shit were you <laughs> that people were like people that you obviously don't see like I'm not fucking no one's assuming like oh yeah so Ricky was on um, coke and then Peter Moore rocks up and he's like chuck the line let's go I'm fucking nearly 60 <laughs> but yeah I'm ready to rail like that's not happening he's just called you up and he's like look dude I've heard a lot of things apparently you're still fucking around football clubs just stop doing coke can you yeah oh, I guess I should alright see ya yeah. uh, <laughs> fucking hell uh Ricky. One night, one guy said, um, how much drugs were you doing, Ricky? I was like, how much cocaine were you doing? I said, cocaine? I was doing heroin, I was doing mercury, I was doing tab-. And he, everyone started laughing. I said, because you all think you yeah. know what I was doing. Yeah. One night, one guy. <sighs> I can't even, can't, like, he, he just reeled off a bunch. Of, like, the last two drugs that he said were just him mumbling. Like, they weren't actual drugs. He was like, yeah. I was doing, yeah. I was doing coke, I was doing heroin, I was doing blah, 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 and fucking blah, 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 blah. So I was doing everything, mate. Like, <laughs> you're a cokehead. <laughs> you're a cokehead. It's clear. You acted like a cokehead. You started hanging out with Warwick Kappa for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, I had the fucking film. I've got fucking a full comedy set of both of them doing it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I've got fucking, like, I've got fucking some work cover and Ricky doing stand-up. <laughs> With Doug Chappell as the fucking MC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> Over the point on, on um, Benny. So, I think we're all fearing... What's going to come? He doesn't seem to have, you know, he's had kids. He's got a, he had a wife. Nothing has really stopped him <laughs> taking uh, ice, has it? Yeah. Like, I mean, why do we need a punch on him? Why do we do it? Listen, Ralphie, like, that was pretty, that was nasty. You know, he's had kids or he had a wife, but he just, he just fucking can't put the ice down. Just loves Chad. He like, you know, you offer the guy a wife, he says, fuck that, light it up. You offer him some kids, fuck that, light it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I wonder when are they going to start saying, like, Ben is just a pure footballer because it's the only thing he liked as much as this. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Poor old Ben. The nine connection with you, yourself, with the, the former captain of the club and it was played out publicly with the Channel 7 documentary a couple of weeks ago which aired 
nationally. You've obviously caught up with Ben at that stage. Um, have you seen him since the, the documentary went to air? And, and how is he? If, if you're able to, you know, allow us to into that little uh, relationship you've got without divulging the, the conferences. Yeah, I've had a um, probably up and down relationship with Ben over the years, and uh, you know, he had a little stint with us a couple of years ago back at the footy club. Um, he was working in our community team with the with the Nat Nui program with the young kids as well. So uh, yeah, that didn't probably end up the way we wanted it to end up. But yeah, he ended up fucking selling all the kids shard, and uh, I mean, they got real good at footy real quick. But I think it's like uh, we had an up and down uh, relationship. Yeah, he yeah, was that, up. That interview, he was up. <laughs> he was way up. That inter- that he whole interview, that, was... <laughs> that whole interview with Nick Nat too is just uh, pure AFL media trained, saying nothing. Like, so they asked oh, him okay. about Ben Cousins, and he was just like, "Yeah, I've seen him. Oh, yeah, we talk on the phone. Yeah, nah, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to commit to anything. I'm not going to give you a fucking soundbite, basically." That's fair enough. Um, what else we have we got here? No, I think we're I think we're clear of Ricky Nixon for today. Um, he fucking what else he said? He said some other shit in there. Oh, the fucking yeah, there was the ablet. Okay, so round up overall, he goes he big nose ablet. Oh, I think this is more. Um, I think I have Carey stuff actually, so I won't play the song here. Let's. Just, oh, because doesn't the um doesn't now we've got other clips that link onto the Ricky shit? See me. Oh yeah, let's go to those. Hey, yeah, that's that's yeah, the good stuff. Go we don't condone, you know. <laughs> we don't condone, you know, some of the things that happened to Wayne. But <laughs> sorry, I had to play that. Oh. <laughs> well, wait, does he have the part where um? Is Gary able to ring me at three o'clock in the morning? My wife would go, "Don't answer the phone." No, no, I have to answer. Mm. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, no. Uh, what? <laughs> sorry. Do you have the, what's the part? What's that part? If um Gary Ablett um calls you up, you do what? You got to go. Wayne Carey oh, calls you. You got to go. Um, Mitch kicked. Two years. Nah, it's his son. And there's lots of other stories. I mean, I'm not going to name the. Oh, here's a good one. Sorry, this we'll just fucking cut this. Yes, this is the one. This is the one I was talking about. This when is you think about one. it, and oh. there's lots of other stories. I mean, I'm not going to name the person, but I had a player come to my offices once saying, "Oh, chicken, I um, uh, something happened today at McDonald's." I was driving down, I hit a post. I said, "Oh, okay. So did you do any damage to the car?" He goes, "No, no, no." And the footy club rang me up and they said, "Hey, listen, he left McDonald's and ran over a pram and knocked a kid out. And oh. Luckily, <laughs> the kid wasn't injured, right?" <laughs> And I, this is where it developed this 90-second rule. I told him to come back to the office. I said, sit down. And I don't know why to this day I said this, but I said, mate, I'm going to make a coffee. It's going to take 90 seconds. When I get back, if you tell me lies, this is what's going to happen. I walked out of the door, came straight back in. I said, what happened? He goes, I ran over a kid in a pram. Or, uh, oh. and I- <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Look, Wayne's always been very loyal to me. Of course he has. Um, no, 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 there's a part where he says, <laughs> he just slipped that in. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking, no, there's a part where he says, um, like when they're talking about um, when he fucks St. Hill's schoolgirl, and then he says, oh, it was bullshit. They investigated me. I did nothing illegal. Yeah, and that. then he fucking... But if what we're hearing is actually Wayne. true. It's an internal dispute between Wayne Carey to people have you ever dealt with your number one clients oh this one yeah I know the one you're talking about he just completely brushed over it I did nothing illegal essentially is his message yeah nothing illegal and then we were like my wife wife stood by me and yeah nothing happened 
Yeah, yeah my wife is the best. She actually loves my partner. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm actually making... Like, it's just him fucking like, wow, Ricky. Wow. You were even able to make like a broken family be even even better family than my family. Yeah. Like, it's just like, dude, just you don't need to win everything. Exactly. You can lose. People lose all the time. You don't need to fucking win. <laughs> this is the moral of the story. You don't need to win. But you fucking, I love that part where he fucking just brushes over and goes, did nothing illegal. But then it's like, did you tell the cops about how this guy fucking, fucking just pinged the car into a kid and threw it across the fucking street? <laughs> At Macca's. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> a low point, a low point. Mr. People, have you ever dealt with your number one client, someone, your best, or your best, I wouldn't say best friend, but someone else's wife? Mm. Have you ever dealt with one of your other clients, a girl dying in your hotel room? Um, Duck and God. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, the uh, the others had some shit to say about it. Alan just fucking brushes the fuck over that. Yeah, someone dies in the hotel room. Unbelievable. Yeah, fuck yeah, Caro. Ricky Nixon shouldn't oh, normally Caro, vote a mention during the corona state of emergency, but I couldn't let him get away with this. Then when he died four days later, um, it's not an excuse, but it changed my life forever. And uh, you can talk about hotel rooms and girls and, you know, rah, rah, that's not what happened. I started drinking. I've never done drugs in my life. I started doing cocaine. Lies. And I got addicted. Not for one minute, Ricky, do I doubt your grief, your genuine grief over the tragic early death of Clinton Gribus. And I know you said it was no excuse, but it was tasteless to link it. And like so much of the tripe you said on what is a generally impressive podcast, sacked, it wasn't the way it happened. Your downward spiral began long before 2008. You told me so yourself. So I didn't like the Clinton reference. That wonderful presenter for whom you apparently made $1 million in six months Wow. That, I think, was when you ran the AFL competition. Bah, 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 bah. Fuck yeah, Carol. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Chicken, chicken. Chicken, 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 chicken. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm really sorry to announce that this episode of Artie Kick That has ended early as we had further technical difficulties. But we will be right back really, really soon with the segments that have been missed from this week's episode as well as a very special, very, very special off-field 22 that shits on Dane Swans. So tune in. We'll be back sooner than you think with episode 11, which will be the off-field 22. Hope you enjoyed all these shows suck, or whatever the fuck we called it. We'll see you soon. Chicken, chicken, chicken heads. 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 Chicken, chicken, chicken heads.